Today's word is captioned, Are you afraid of the judgment? Are you afraid of the judgment? Let us look at Daniel chapter 7 verse 9 and 10. It says, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. All right, welcome back to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Our topic is, Are You Afraid of the Judgment? In Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 and 10 is talking about the investigative and executive part of the judgment. Daniel was given a vision, and he beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit. This is Yahweh the Father, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. What a somber scene Daniel was shown of what will take place at the end of the ages. This is a scene that is a somber one, one that should cause you and me to sober up and to look at the life that we are living. We shall all appear before the judgment seat of the Most High. These thousands, thousands that Daniel saw represented the heavenly angels who wait before Yahweh and are ever attendant on his will. The angels perform an important part in the judgment. They function as both ministers and witnesses. So Daniel saw that it was set. Daniel is shown the final judgment in his phases, the investigative and the executive or the executive. In the investigative judgment, the record of all who have at one time or another professed allegiance to Yeshua will be examined. The investigation is not conducted for the information of Yahweh or his son Yeshua, but for the information of the universe at large that Yahweh may be vindicated in accepting some and rejecting others. Satan claims all men as his lawful subjects. Those for whom Yeshua pleads in judgment, Satan accuses before Yahweh. But Yeshua defends their penitence and faith. As a result of the judgment, a registrar of those who will be citizens of the future kingdom of Yeshua will have been made up. 
this register includes the names of men and women from every nation, kindred, and tongue, and people. John speaks of the ransomed in the new earth as the nations of the saved. So my brother and my sister, this judgment is not for Yahweh nor his son, but remember that there was no sin when Yahweh created, when Yahweh and his son and Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, created heaven and earth, there was no sin. Everything was perfect. And the scripture said that Yahweh saw that it was good. But when sin entered into the heart of Lucifer, the angels in heaven could not understand sin. They looked into the plan of redemption. They looked into the plan of salvation and they were taught just as you and I are taught. They have learned that Yahweh is in fact a merciful, a merciful and loving savior. So this investigation is not conducted for the information of Yahweh or of Yeshua. The first book is the book of life wherein are recorded the names of all those who have accepted the service of Yahweh. The second book is the book of remembrance, a record of the good deeds of the saints, and a record of the sins of men in the record of a vision of the executive or of the executive phase of the judgment, the following classification appears. 1. The Book of Life, containing a record of the good deeds of the saints. 2. The Book of Death, containing the record of the evil deeds of the unrepentant. And 3. The Statute Book, the Bible, according to whose standard men are judged. Yahweh did not leave us without instructions. The Bible is man's basic instructions before leaving this earth and Yahweh gave us his scripture his scripture that we may study it we will learn of his love we will learn of his judgments we will learn of his mercy we will know how to live and we will know that he is there to be with us to cleanse and to purify us and to quicken us by his power my brother and my sister let's look at the earthly court the accused is there at the bar the judge is on the bench and the jury are there taking stock of the evidence produced by the prosecution. This period is called the investigative phase of the judgment. When the evidence has been adduced by the prosecution, the jury gets the case and goes and deliberate. When the jury returns to the courtroom, then the judge will ask the foreman of the jury, what is the verdict? Then the man will say or the woman will say, we have found the accused guilty. The judge then takes over for the executive part of the trial where the judge will pass life or death, 10 years or 20 years. That is the executive part of the judgment. On that great and terrible dreadful day, the day of judgment at the end of the world, all of our life's acts have been written already during the investigative phase of the judgment which we are in right now. So when Yeshua will come in the clouds of glory, with the power of his Father and the glory of the angels, he will be bringing a reward for us. The righteous will have their reward of eternal life and the wicked will have their reward of eternal death in hell fire. But in the earthly courts, one can appeal. With the heavenly court, 
no one can appeal. He has nothing to say, but Yahweh, true and righteous are your ways. And fall upon their knees, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Yeshua Hamashiach is master to the glory of Yahweh the Father. So therefore, even Satan and the whole host of evil angels will bow and confess that Yeshua is master to the glory of Yahweh the Father. So there is no appeal from the heavenly court, no appeal. Whatever we sow, we shall reap. Whatever life we live now, we shall give account for on that day. There has to be a judgment for everyone must give account for the work, for the life that they have lived before the whole world, before the universe, before the angels and before Yahweh and his son. Everyone must give an account because no sin will go unpunished and every idle word that man should speak, we have to give account in the judgment. So the book of life where the names of those who will be saved for eternity are written, the book of remembrance, a record of the good deeds of the saint. Even those who thought upon the name of Yahweh, their names will be written in this book of remembrance. Those who have gone to many church services and have sat down and listened to the preacher preach his heart out. Those who have been invited to church. Those who have refused to hear a Bible study. Those who have rejected Yahweh's pleading and knocking on the door to their hearts. These people, their names will be written down in the book of death and their evil deeds will be there written down and no correction fluid or no white out no page torn out no line drawn through no dirty smear of pages everything that is written there is written by Yahweh himself and no man can change no man can alter what is written there remember who will be judging who will be judging John chapter 5 verse 22 says, For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son, the very Son who was rejected by those he came to save, the very Son who was mocked, the very Son who was spat upon, slapped, beaten, ripped open, hung upon a tree and crucified the very son who was buried in a borrowed tomb the very son who rose the third day and is ascended and is on the right hand of majesty interceding for those who need a savior those who would accept his blood shed on the cross of calvary this very son judgment has been committed to remember leviticus chapter 23 verse 27 to 29 also on the tenth day of this seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation unto you, and you shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. And you shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement for you before Yahweh your Elohim. For whatsoever soul it be that shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. My brothers and my sisters, when the high priest went into the most holy place of the tabernacle once a year, he went there to confess the sins of everyone in the congregation. He went to to confess in the most holy place before Yahweh's presence before the mercy seat and only once a year he will go there and the sins of the people all throughout the year would be confessed and would be forgiven but if the sins of anyone has not 
been confessed, when the priest should leave the most holy place, those people were cut off from among the congregation. Likewise, Yeshua Hamashiach, our great high priest, having offered up himself once and for all, went into the most holy of holies to confess our sins before his father so that we may receive forgiveness of sins. And when he leaves the most holy place and he takes off his priestly robe and says, He that is filthy, let him remain filthy still. He who is holy, let him remain holy still. He who is just, let him remain just still. He who is unjust, let him remain unjust. And he who is filthy, let him remain filthy still. It will be finished. There will be no more intercession. That is why, while we are living in this antitypical day of atonement, when the high priest is in the most holy place, interceding for you and for me, we should be confessing our sins before Yahweh in the name of his son Yeshua Hamashiach by whose stripes we are healed. What do you say? Romans chapter 2 and verse 5 to 8 says, But after thy hardness and thy impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of Yahweh, who will render to every man according to his deeds. Many people today, because of the hardness of their heart, impenitent, do not want to repent, do not want to ask for forgiveness, do not want to seek out their salvation with fear and trembling. They treasuring upon to their self wrath against the day of wrath the great and awesome and dreadful day of Yahweh when he shall reveal the sins of men and women who have not been confessed before a righteous judgment of Yahweh who will render to every man according to his deeds every man would be rewarded for his deeds even those who are saved their deeds our deeds will come up in the judgment but the difference is that Yeshua will say your sins my sins are forgiven but the wicked the unrepentant those who are not penitent their sins will not be covered and they shall be cut off they shall be thrown into the flames of hell what a sad and terrible day that would be what a terrible and sad day that will be oh yes Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 9 says rejoice O young man in thy youth and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth and walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes but know thou that for all these things Yahweh shall bring you Yahweh will bring you into judgment of course the scripture is saying you are young have fun enjoy yourself travel the seven seas of the earth make merry have a good time but remember that after you have walked in your ways of your heart after you have enjoyed life after you have have seen the world and all of its pleasures know that for all these things Yahweh will bring you into judgment you will answer and that is why I am so happy that there is no festival celebrations this year you see COVID-19 has its bad and it has its good one of the good is that all this wantonness debauchery all this this scandalous behavior dry humping in the streets this is not what our ancestors 
ancestors died for. It is an embarrassment. It is an insult to what they have died for, what they have lived for, what they have fought for. I am so happy that there is no celebration because people have put themselves back into slavery again by the foolish behavior. And only demons could be there in those people having them behave like that. When the records of heaven shall be opened, the judge will not in words declare to man his guilt. Yahweh will not speak a word and say, you are guilty, you are innocent. No, he doesn't need to do that because he is the great almighty. But he will cast one penetrating, convicting glance and every deed, every transaction of life will be vividly impressed upon the memory of the wrongdoer. His own lips will confess his shame. The sins hidden from the knowledge of men will then be proclaimed to the whole world. Every sin that was done in secret, every sin, every wrong deed, every wrong thought, every impulse, every emotion, every desire which is not of Yahweh will be brought back to your memory when you stole that candy from the shop, when you knew that the cashier gave you the wrong change and you did not go back and tell them, when you have done things and said things which cause angels to veil their faces, when Yahweh take one look at you, when Yeshua take one look at you, you will remember everything as if it is happening right there and then. He doesn't have to say a word to you, but everything will be replayed back into your mind as it happened. And then you will cry out, Yahweh true and righteous are your ways. Jude chapter 1 and verse 6 says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, had he reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even the angels, the demons that were cast out by Yahweh himself to the earth, to the bottomless pit, even those wicked angels, so powerful that they cannot be loosed or else there will be havoc wreak upon the earth. You think that there is evil happening in the earth? If those angels who have not been reserved in chains had been loosed, it would have been worse than what we are seeing now. But Yahweh has kept them tied up in chains until the great day of judgment. Isn't Yahweh merciful and loving to us? 1 John chapter 4 First John chapter 4 verses 17 to 19 says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. My brother and my sister, our love is made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as Yahweh is, as Yeshua is, so are we in this world. And because we are one with Yahweh, we are one with Yeshua, there is no need to fear. Why should we fear? Because he loved us first and we love him and because we love him, we know that we can stand on that day. So likewise, if you have not loved Yahweh, if you have not obeyed his commandments, when the trumpet shall sound and, and the dead in Christ shall rise, everyone shall be brought before the judgment seat of Yahweh. 
then people who have not confessed their sins, who knew that they were living a wicked life, a disobedient life, an unholy life, a life worthy of destruction, they will understand what it means to be in the presence of an awesome and terrible judge who is going to bring recompense upon their heads. So there is no fear in love. For why would you be fearful? So when it says here that perfect love casts out fear, that which centers on Yahweh cannot tolerate slavish fear. Perfect love which centers on Yahweh cannot tolerate slavish fear and does not need to. For if Yahweh be for us, who can be against us? He who truly loves has no fear of Yahweh and has no need to fear the machinations of men. Let me tell you something. When we love Yahweh, he loves us because we, we are obedient to his will and we have no need of fear. And the torment here is talking about correction or punishment or penalty. Yes, in the executive judgment, men and women who are disobedient to Yahweh will be fearful of the penalty. Fear arising from a wrongly spent life brings its own immediate punishment apart from any penalty that the future may hold in store. Fear arising from a wrongfully spent life brings its own immediate punishment. Yes, sometimes people go out and they begin to live a life of folly. Even in that life of folly, they have their punishment in it. Punishment is meted out apart from the judgment, the ultimate punishment. And he that fear it. The reference is to ungodly fear and not to the reverential awe felt by the true worshiper for his creator. You see, when the scripture says, Fear Yahweh and give glory to him, for this is the whole duty of man. It is talking about reverencing, worshiping, awe of Yahweh. But the fear from the wicked is not that fear that the whole world is called to fear Yahweh. It means love Yahweh. But when the wicked fears, it is because of that slavish fear in him. That fear because he knows that he had not obeyed Yahweh's commandments, he will be fearful of what is to come. Not made perfect. Since there is no fear in love. One who fears demonstrates that he is not yet made perfect in respect to the high form of love of which the apostle is speaking. Fortunately, development is possible for if we are not made perfect, if you are not made perfect in the love of Yahweh, you can grow that love. You can ask Yahweh to come into your heart before the great and terrible day of Yahweh shall come. As we learn to know Yahweh, we begin to love him. When you read his word, you understand he's a loving and merciful and plenteous in redemption and mercy who loves and who sent his son to die for you and to die for me. Oh yes, and as we learn to know Yahweh more and more, our fear changes from a haunting dread of a powerful and avenging Elohim to a clean fear that does not wish to disappoint a friend. So you will not love your friend out of fear. You will not love your husband out of fear, wives and, and husbands. You will not love your wives out of fear, but because of a great deep love you have for each other and this love will be manifested in the things that you do and say to each other. We shall not fear Yahweh because we know that he is love. 
Yes, we shall not fear man because we know that our loving friend and Savior will allow nothing to come upon us that will not be for our ultimate good and that he will be with us whenever our path leads through trials or danger. Would you say amen? Let's look at the book of Revelation chapter 22 verse 14 to 15. It says here, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and make it a lie. My brother and my sister, there has to be a judgment because these wicked people must get their punishment and you and me must be vindicated and justified before the heavenly host because of the blood that was shed for you and me we shall be justified to stand in the presence of Yahweh without fear but the wicked the whoremongers and the dogs that are out there the murderers and idolaters are those who are going to be without the city and those who make it a lie so let them lie on you let them do all they want with you because when the day comes Yahweh shall laugh at them and you will tread upon the ashes of the dogs that are without the holy city and revelation chapter 20 verse 12 to 13 says john the revelator is given a vision as to what is happening or what is going to take place at the end of the age daniel saw the court set daniel saw the judgment was set and the ancient of days did take his seat and the son of yahweh the son of the ancient of days was presented to him and dominion and authority was given to the son Yahweh the father is not going to judge you Yahweh has given all judgment to the son and yes because he died to save the world he died to save many and though they rejected him they're going to see him coming in the clouds of glory with great power with all the holy angels with him and with the power of his father John said and I saw in Revelation chapter 20 verse 12 and 13 John said and I saw the dead small and great stand before Yahweh and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of the things which were written in the book according to their works and the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them and they were judged every man according to their works and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire this is the second death and whomsoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire we shall end right here with part one heavenly father i thank you for your word that we need not be afraid of the judgment because you loved us with an everlasting love and you sent your son to die for us so if your son came to die for me and to die for my brother and my sister and you love us with an everlasting love and we love you because you first love us there is no fear in love for perfect love cast out fear and our love has been made perfect in you 
Heavenly Father, through your Son. So therefore, we need not fear. So keep us ever faithful. Help us to keep loving you, to keep serving you, so that when you shall come in the clouds of glory, we shall be able to stand upon that day with boldness and greet you as our Savior and soon coming King. So Father, I thank you for your word. Preserve us. Write your name down upon our foreheads. Give us, O oh Father, a new name that no one knows but you. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy, Father. For I ask it in your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rotown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.